This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different girls who look the same at Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Welcome to Pi Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV show, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, it's one that uh, we've been quite excited about. It is Coma. Oh my God. Always excited to see storylines from the books turning up in the TV show. It's like, how are they going to do this? What's going to happen? I'm excited. And they did stick in some ways they stuck pretty closely, more than they have with any of the books before. More than I thought they would, I think, yeah. Yeah, though there's uh, um, still some very crucial differences, which we will uh, we will get into. Um, but uh, we, we begin in the Jeep as Liz and Jess arrive at the Moon Beach. And Liz is in a hurry because she needs to get to the Oracle to file an article. But uh, Jess, uh, Jess doesn't take this very seriously as... Uh, <laughs> has a reason for hurrying and has a great line she really does oh god she's so salty she's like oh like the school can't live without another article from Elizabeth Wakefield which is so funny hearing her say it when that's the type of thing that we always say constantly so I mean it's uh it's a fair point though of course Jessica's motivation is anything but pure because the reason that she wants to go uh, into the moon beach um is to basically perv on the latest unfortunate to catch her her uh, predatory eye. <laughs> Some guy called Dean something. I can't even remember his name. Dean like Williams, whoever Williams. the fuck he is. Like interesting. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah. And also, as Liz points out, he has a girlfriend. Jessica is like, that's he, that's, that was before he knew I was interested. Yeah, which again, pretty solid Jessica attitude. So, you know, mm. plenty of consistency there, unfortunately. <laughs> the characterization is solid. And uh, it's Jessica. So Liz is like, OK, look, you can't stay longer than 10 minutes. I really am in a hurry. And Jessica says, well, it's you know, her turn for the Jeep that day. So she calls the shots. Um, but she, she ostensibly agrees with Liz that they won't stay long. And then before they can go in, watch it zoom up next to them. Well, apparently it's a babe on a bike. Yeah. Jessica's very impressed until this babe takes off his helmet and it's like, oh, it's just hard. Yeah. I mean, quite, uh, uh, you know, I, I think taking it off for granted by saying babe when he was wearing a helmet and she couldn't see who it was. She was jumping the gun slightly there, yeah. Yes. So uh, Jessica is like, Todd on a, on a motorbike. Somebody's tampering with the Sweet Valley water supply. Todd, rather sharply for him, said that would explain her personality. <laughs> Great line by Todd. I mean, yeah. delivery, not the best, but look, he gave it a go. And uh, to be fair, that would explain an awful lot in this town just in general. <laughs> it certainly would. Well, this is like, where the hell did you get this from? And he says he borrowed it from a buddy. Doesn't say who. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, some buddies she doesn't know about. Why well, he's secretly in a bike gang. Who yeah. knew? <laughs> yeah. Well, he offers to take Liz for a spin, but she immediately shuts that down and heads towards uh, the doors of the moon beach. But who should come out? Why, it's Bruce, of course. <laughs> but he's wearing quite an ensemble. I, yeah, I have to go back and check. And I was like, wait, did I just imagine that? But no, it appears that he's wearing two shirts. And he's wearing two shirts. Definitely wearing two shirts and his Sweet Valley High blazer, which has, has made previous appearances, but is always a delight because it's so I think, ridiculous. I think it's so funny because, you know, for one, it's like a school blazer, but instead of it's a crest, as we might know it, hmm. it's just like which is what you might expect to see on the pocket of a blazer. It's just like the SVH sort of sports logo. Just like the varsity letters or something. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I love it. But yeah, oh, it's yeah. just hilarious when you see it. It's just, it's very thrown together. Very much so. It looks like they like ordered something and ironed them on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was a, it was a patch that wasn't used on a jacket. So they were like, just yeah. throw it on a blazer. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Well, he... Uh, he is, isn't uh, impressed by Todd's new look and says, oh, Teddy, did we get a new tricycle? Oh, God, it's so funny. That, like, I enjoy him so much because in fairness to him, like the douchebag energy is oh, so strong. Like, it's so good. You just, like, he's just such a dick, but he does it very well. <laughs> he certainly does. And uh, he asks, Je- or asks Liz uh, to give him a call, which he's ready to sit with the grown-ups. <laughs> And uh, Liz admits to Todd that she she herself is kind of impressed by him uh, before she heads in. Oh, Jessica, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Jessica said she's impressed by his biker duds. Look at Todd of Anarchy over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spinoff we don't want to see. Well, inside, Liz reminds Jessica how their parents, who, and it goes without saying, just in case you're getting your copes up, but they do not make an appearance in this episode. <laughs> of all the episodes, you'd think this would be the one, but no. no. Daughter ends up in a coma in a hospital, but there's not a, neither sight nor sound to them. Not even a disembodied voice. No. Where are they? <laughs> you'd think that at least even one of the production team could have pretended to be them, you know, from behind a screen or something. I was going to say, just shoot someone like the back of somebody's head even and just be like, oh, mom just left, you know, literally something. Uh. <laughs> They're conspicuous by their absence. That's pretty really? that way. Um, but uh, Jessica doesn't want to talk about this because she's spotted her target, um, who's sitting, Dean, who's sitting at the counter with his girlfriend. And when this unfortunate girlfriend, who's, and I mean, you're better off without him, whoever you are, when she goes off to the loo, Jessica springs into action. Just not a second wasted. She is straight over there. Uh, yeah, just like kind of sidles up to him by the counter. What did she oh. say to him? I was like, oh, haven't I seen you at the health club? Um, and he's just like, what? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, she kind of weirdly says, oh, I remember those biceps. And like, without being a total bitch, this guy isn't exactly particularly ripped. So I was kind of looking at his arms going, really? <laughs> <laughs> if you say so, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> well, he reveals he does a lot of lifting at his dad's auto shop. Sure. Which, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> which impresses Jessica. Um, and uh, so she's she, uh, she's having a great time and the God love his poor girlfriend because she must have I don't know stomach issues or something today because she's in that loo a very long time and it's enough time for Jessica to make her move um, so Todd finally comes in and Liz complains about Jessica and her antics and she asks Todd if he's sure about you know this motorbike because she says it's so dangerous but Todd tries to reassure her 
Yeah, he's just yeah, he's kind of telling her, look, it'll be fine. Nothing's bad's going to happen. Like, not, not that it's foreshadowing or anything. No. <laughs> and you know, not to worry. And she kind of, I think, does she tell him then that her parents don't want them on motorbikes? There's some yeah, I think lines she mentions it again. Yeah, because yeah. she's so we. Um, I don't know why they're even stressing the parental bit because <laughs> no, they, like, don't they, don't, they don't want us on motorbikes. They're also never in the in the town or the state or anywhere yeah. <laughs> near us. So it's actually not an issue. No. <laughs> uh, but um, then Liz realizes that Jessica has gone off with Dean. So, like, she works fast, in fairness to her. And Dean is also very easily led astray, it seems like. Oh, my God. He just bailed on his girlfriend, like, within two minutes, three minutes. (laughs) He was out of here. Never never to be seen again. (laughs) Poor Jackie. (laughs) Yep, that's it for her. Um, So... Uh, Liz is like in despair because obviously she has to get to Sweet Valley and uh, that was meant to be her lift and Todd offers her um, a go on the bike and she's a bit nervous but Todd reassures her yeah like she really doesn't want to get on the bike but yeah he does just kind of say look you know I am a safe driver nothing's going to happen <laughs> um, it'll all be grand um, so she does kind of relent because it's it's this or nothing basically and yes. she has this deadline I think he does say to her look it's your deadline um, yeah. so she's like alright fuck it so she lashes on the helmet and hops on the back and then we get the closest <laughs> thing this episode has to a montage. Oh God, like it's not even one of the better ones, but I was still just delighted. Um, oh, particularly yeah. like I checked the timestamp. It was literally four minutes and 30 seconds into it and it was a montage. <laughs> so I was just glad that we weren't even wasting time. It's like, boom, let's go. Fucking montage. Lads. I know. As Roxette said, don't bore us, get to the chorus. And that's the, the, the montage is the chorus of a Sweet Valley High episode. <laughs> Absolutely is. And uh, we get a sort of a sub uh, born to be wild, I think, here oh, called Life yeah. is Too Short. So I was trying to think what would the cheapo motorhead be? I was thinking scooter head? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I could go with this, yeah. <laughs> Tricycle head? Moped head? <laughs> oh, moped head. Oh, moped head's better because it is the, it's the same opening syllable. Well, Liz is bored to be wild, clearly, because she's having a great time and admits it to Todd. She is. She's whooping and having a great time and roaring. And yeah, it's it's like it's a gas montage because it is just two people on a bike just from yeah. various angles and then showing the same <laughs> turning a corner and showing that like again and again because yes. the song goes like wild, wild, wild. And it's like, oh, corner, corner, corner. <laughs> So there's always a bit of funky editing that I always enjoy in these montages. Oh, so sophisticated. And also, I mean, Liz goes from sort of zero to 60 very quickly because for somebody who was scared of the motorbike, she's like putting her arm, letting go of Todd and putting her arms up in the air as she whoops. Um, So, uh, yeah, she's having the time of her life. If anything, it seems quite dangerous what she's doing. (laughs) Exactly. Got over that fear pretty quickly, didn't she? <laughs> she certainly did. <gasps> but who should be coming up towards them? I'm going to tell myself it's Chunk. Crunch. Uh, or Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> crunch. Well, I mean, I could tell myself it was Crunch or Chunk too. Crunches are Crunch and Chunk. They're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Crunch McAllister. And he's veering along the oh, highway. Wildly. And there's even like kind of closer shots of the uh, the windscreen where you can actually see whoever's driving just like chugging cans. So it's like, <laughs> this is a drink driver. <laughs> certainly is. Well, he's swerving around. He's like, he overtakes an, a car um, and he ends up on the wrong side of the road. So Todd has to swerve to avoid him. And then there's an amazing 
slow motion crash. Like, it looks like Liz is sort of jumping up on Todd's shoulders. That's the thing. It's like, it's actually quite a good stunt, but just yeah. for the fact that it's meant to be an accident, it looks like this person on the back has very purposely like yeah. jumped up off the back of the bike and like is about to put their feet on like the pillion seat or something. But like, so it's yes. a good stunt. It just feels like the wrong thing for this accident. It just yes. looks very deliberate or something. But yeah, yes. they both go crashing to the ground anyway and it's all extremely dramatic. It really is. And uh, Todd sort of... Um, comes to quite quickly but Liz is lifeless oh no also did you think that Todd looked a bit like a power ranger on the bike because he yes, had like he did he did because it's like the blue helmet and he was also wearing like a blue and white kind of tracksuit top one of those kind yeah. of like slightly baggy very 90s kind of shell suity types and uh, as soon as he lashed on the helmet I was like oh he's a blue ranger well you know they were filmed <laughs> in the same place so maybe he, they just took some of the the blue rangers athleisure Absolutely. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It actually isn't. Um, Well, we cut to the hospital where a distraught Enid in a very authentic uh, spaghetti strap dress over a ringer tea asks Lila and Patty how Liz is. I was told doesn't look good. Oh, no. Yeah, she just she's kind of just it's like she's just arrived. I think she's just kind of running up to where the gang are. Um, But yeah, I think they haven't heard yet. Um, like Winston I think appears first doesn't he Winston comes out and tells them that Todd is basically okay yeah he's going to be released so they're like okay well that's good yes Um, but yeah but they're still waiting to hear on Liz and then Jessica emerges in in quite an outfit she's very she's got the braces are out again she loves a high waist and braces doesn't she she does and it's sort of over an unbuttoned white shirt over like a vest top there's a lot of components to this outfit. But really, yeah. it's, it's quite fussy. Uh, well, she's got tears in her eyes as she reveals that Liz is in a coma. Oh no, they don't know if she's going to make it. <gasps> Enid hugs Jessica so you know things are bad. It's, yes, things are <laughs> really code red over here. Um, but yeah, everyone kind of rushes into a big group hug and it's like, oh no. Um, also, Lila's outfit is quite interesting here. She looks a bit oh, like yeah. an air hostess, doesn't she? She's got like a little necktie, neckerchief kind of thing. In a, nearly like a cravat. Yeah, and like with her blazer, she's very much like off to be a flight attendant somewhere, it feels like. She's got some good outfits in this episode. She's got some insane outfits. Oh, I mean, (laughs) there's one in particular. I I mean, it's uh, going to have to be seen to be believed, people, as you will see yourself if you watch this, which uh, we recommend you do because it's very entertaining. Always. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) So we cut to three days later and Jessica is trying the traditional... Sweet Valley approach to comas. She's talking to Liz. I mean, it's really a question of willpower with these things. Of course it is. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, she's uh, giving her the spiel. She's telling Liz that she's looking better. And, you know, that's good because this Wakefield's have to keep up her reputation. Talks about hunky doctors. Yeah, it's all very on brand for Jessica, really. Yeah. (laughs) Can't be too Uh, mad at her. She shows what seems to be some guilt. She says she's sorry that she went off in the Jeep. That's true. Yeah, she is. Yeah, you can see she's blaming herself, at least Mm. to a point anyway. And uh, yeah, saying, oh, God, if only I hadn't just taken the Jeep and I shouldn't have left you there and all this. But um, yeah, she changes her tune pretty quickly, though, when Todd arrives in. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Jess tells her um, that uh, or Jess tells him that it's, it's all his fault for being the driver. But Todd reminds her that. Liz was stranded and that was the by Jessica that's the only reason that she uh, she was she was on the bike and Jessica's like oh you're blaming me <laughs> uh, like she's she's losing the head and uh, he, Todd isn't actually trying to blame her in fairness to her 
No, he's not. He was just being defensive because she mm. literally just blamed him as soon as he walked in the room, kind yeah. of, which is unfair. Um, and as Todd points out, like this is nobody's fault but the drunk driver. Exactly. Which, again, fair. But yeah, they end up having this big row and uh, then Liz like ends up like crashing or something or her <laughs> flatlining. It's a whole thing. And it's yeah. like, oh no, it's just because they're arguing and she can hear it. Oh God. <laughs> well, that would fit in with the Sweet Valley, you know, co- what affects your coma is... <laughs> two people talking in the same room as you by the way and one stage she uh jess maybe her subconscious is uh trying to tell her something uh says the todd is accusing her of being a bad sister it's like she's a bad sister so yeah i mean that's not not news there at all jessica i'm afraid to say (laughs) you should be accusing her of that so jessica quite as doctors wash in jessica quite hilariously wails oh my god she's gonna die oh god that like it was very funny wasn't it was, i laughed out loud i watched it a second time and still laughed <laughs> just the drama of it it's yeah it's gas <laughs> oh it's it is amazing and um they cling to each other all blame forgotten um, as the doctors, we see them using defibrillators, like just in silhouette through a screen. So those defibrillators could be, you know, cardboard boxes for all Literally you know. anything. That was so funny. I don't know why they did it that way. <laughs> it's just that it's that low budget. We just, we'll use a silhouette. We won't have to pay anyone to come in and actually be a doctor or a nurse or yeah. do any defibrillator stuff. Oh, it's like, it was like that bit in Austin Powers when it's just like... <laughs> silhouettes like yeah. acting out a scene behind a sheet like it was really weird but yeah it's only a couple of seconds but it was just like whoa this is a choice <laughs> it certainly is well whatever they're doing behind that screen it works because a second <laughs> later we see that Liz is awake <gasps> hooray Jess, they get results <laughs> they do um, with their cardboard boxes and yeah. Jess tells Liz everything is okay and we see Todd raise his eyes to heaven and mouth thank you Prayer from Todd. Yay. Closest we ever get to religion in a Sweet Valley High book. <laughs> well, we cut to three weeks later. And we get a little bit of an indication that something is a is amiss when Enid says that she can't wait to see Liz. Yeah, she's with is Lila and Patty, I think, yeah. isn't it, at the lockers. And um they're kinda of like, What you mean you haven't spoken to her like in or seen her in three weeks? Um and poor Enid, she's so earnest. She's like, Oh yeah, she hasn't been taking my calls and she hasn't seen Todd either. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'd probably do the same in that case. And yeah. pa- Patty says she hasn't taken her calls either and says Liz must be busy and Lila scoffs at that. You know, what the hell would she be busy doing? And then a, sh- a foot is seen in the around the corner, and who or what should emerge? Well, it's a pair of terrible shoes. Oh first. my god, they're awful! The worst fucking shoes. But yeah, so it's Liz <laughs> making this grand entrance uh, into the hallway with this big, like, slow panning up her body because, like, she's dressed totally differently. Um, is there even this kind of like a Jessica theme played over her it entrance is and everything? Jessica sort of like, bow, tickle, bow, bow. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's wearing these truly awful fucking black shoes with this weird kind of low heel. Like the shoes are terrible. I don't want to dwell on them. But like, <laughs> and like a leather mini skirt and this that looks kind of, like a nappy. It looks like a leather nappy. It's not a great fitting. Yeah. Um, and like a little cropped t-shirt with a star on it. And it's the t-shirt that Jess wore in the second episode. <gasps> 
Yeah, that is true. I knew I'd seen it before. Though yeah. I thought I might have seen it in my own wardrobe in 1994 because <laughs> I would have worn you know, why a not little cropped <laughs> tee with the target with the star in it. So yes, it could be both. Really good. <laughs> well, she struts in. And actually, you know, it is showing that those Daniel twins have range because like her demeanour is totally different from Liz five minutes ago. Oh yeah, it's like it is a noticeable change in her. Like, um, yeah. and of course, as she kind of like strides in, uh, is it Lila or Patty? Kind of see her, and they go, "Oh, hey, Jessica," assuming it's her, uh, very reasonably. Yes, but <laughs> yeah. Then of course, Jessica appears around a different corner, and she's like, hmm, "What? Hi!" Uh, which is the big uh, jaw dropping kind of. Everyone's kind of lined up in a kind of a formation so they all yes. kind of get to react in like a big double take at the same yeah. time it's quite funny <laughs> it is because they all turn around and Jessica is there in her trademark as we now know giant blazer mm, giant blazer and over the knee socks that okay. is her look yeah she's brought it back for this one and um, they'd all do a literal double take and look back at uh, Liz as they now realise the newcomer is and Enid um says, uh, oh my God, you know, you look so different. We all know what that means in Sweet Valley. And Liz makes a snide jibe. So we know mean. things have changed. Yeah, she's like, oh, how perceptive Enid. And it's like, all right, I need to be such a fucking bitch about it. Yeah. So Jess goes, oh, like that's my skirt and my t-shirt. And Liz, and this is how we know she's definitely changed, says, it looks hot on me, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, like she's she's just being Jessica, like, to the max, Fully, as they yeah. would say in the nineties. <laughs> I'm sure they would. <laughs> so the others are just like, "What the fuck is happening?" But who should emerge looking very pleased with this new Liz? <laughs> it's Bruce again. He keeps just like turning up in doorways <laughs> to be a douchebag. It's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he kind of comes over and like he's right up close to her and he's like, oh Elizabeth, what is it? He says, oh yeah, I've never seen you look so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> And Dean, uh, this serves Jessica right. Dean is like, you can say that again. Oh God, Dean is such a dope. Like he truly just wanders off with whoever like looks in his direction. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. And Liz are like, oh, just calm down, boys. Former Lord DQ. And um, who should appear then? Oh, Todd. Todd. Yeah, he comes up and like goes to give her a kiss, you know, as they normally would. And she just completely blanks him. Like, oh, she turns her face. It's oh, cold. It's harsh, stone cold. And Bruce is right there. Like everybody's right there. So it's it's very um, embarrassing for poor old Todd. Mm. But um, yeah, just ouch. But uh, so then Bruce takes this as his opportunity to go, oh, let's get together sometime, Liz. I'd like to hear more about your accident. <laughs> Oh, what a line. What a pickup, oh my God. <laughs> so uh, we cut to the Oracle office and Liz is laughing with the crew. Now, I'm surprised they showed her in the Oracle office because Me I too. seem to remember that in the book, Liz was, you know, blowing off the old Oracle. Yeah, that was one of the first things she would have dropped, like to be to be in her being more like Jessica yeah. kind of phase. But um, I kind of presumed that when she was like there with the gang and laughing at something on a screen, it must have been like a mean joke that that oh. she wouldn't usually laugh at. That was how I read it. <laughs> anyway, probably again, giving people way too much credit. Yes. <laughs> well, Todd has been has been looking for her because he thought they would, you know, they'd be having lunch together uh, as usual. And then Liz, pretty much with barely a word of preamble, drops a bombshell. I mean, yeah, poor Todd thought he was going to have lunch, but instead Liz is like, yeah, I want to see other people. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, she just says it go, with 
no build up to this. None. It just drops it on him like a ton of bricks. And Todd is like, is this because of the this is because of the accident? And she's like, well, the accident made her realize she needs to try new things. And Todd's like, I don't want to see other people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, no, it's, yeah, that, yeah, the accident has made her reevaluate things and she just wants to have fun now. So uh, poor old Todd is dead weight, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, yep, I'm uh, I'm out of here. You can't you can't keep me anywhere. <laughs> so poor old Toddles is in the dumper. Much, yeah. Well, we cut to the uh, moon beach where Liz, dressed in another outfit of Jessica's that we have mm. seen before, her clingy Adidas dress, is flirting at the counter with Bruce. I guess they're on their date. I don't know what's happening. Oh. Well, who could have eyes for them when <laughs> Lila is sitting in a booth? <laughs> Wearing a bowler hat. I literally wrote down Lila in a bowler hat? Question mark. <laughs> oh, it, she is in a bowler hat. She really it's a is sight to behold. She loves her hats. It's so funny. <laughs> I think she's wearing a hat in literally every scene. I think so too. Yeah. And not only is she wearing the hat, she's wearing it with a pinny over <laughs> a black pinny uh, over a white sleeveless shirt mm. and a bandana oh hell yeah <laughs> what is this look she's doing her own thing <laughs> she certainly is well Jessica is not pleased to see Liz uh, what, what uh, Liz is up to yeah Jessica is watching all this uh, and extremely unimpressed she's like yeah, who does she think she is attracting all that attention <laughs> and uh, Lila magnificently is like yeah that's our job <laughs> Lila is so great in this episode she's so funny I love her <laughs> well then Dean turns up ugh, and I don't know the, him and Jessica have some sort of badinage about engines or something I, oh, I wasn't really yeah, I didn't getting I couldn't this really hear what he was saying properly like has yeah. the engine something or whatever and I was like oh god I don't even care about this guy with his yeah. stupid rolled up sleeves oh well they showed off his guns I guess <laughs> <laughs> lift harder Dean ah, harsh <laughs> way harsh Karen yes coming from me the fittest person in the world <laughs> Constantly doing one-armed push-ups, <laughs> night and day. That's me doing cartwheels like Jet from Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the person I, you know, who reminds me most of you. Oh yeah. Now, <laughs> you're never, right, you're never seen without your giant cotton bud. That's me, just whacking people as they go past me. It's how I keep two meters away from everybody. Oh, actually, <laughs> just, that would be. I just batter them at one of those things. <laughs> Well, uh, less excitingly, uh, Liz uh, than than Karen gladiatoring her way (laughs) through Dublin is Liz, who um, approaches Jessica and co and uh, says that she's got the Jeep later. And then she starts coming on to Dean. Again, and this is gas because, like, this is the type of shit that Jessica pulls constantly. Oh, so yeah, it's just, yeah. again, it's just funny to see it happening to her. Um, but yeah, she's just, uh, she asks, yeah, Liz asks Dean if he's going to Bruce's pool party tomorrow. And Dean's like, oh, I didn't get invited. And uh, Liz is like, oh, you're invited now. You're coming as my personal guest. And she kind of like puts her hand on his chin or something, like holds his chin while yeah, she's saying this. It's really weird. about this. Very much so. Um, and he's all delighted. I think she turns then to go and he's like, oh, I'll walk you out because again just easily led this guy like oh, wor- I mean to a worrying degree yeah. 
Well, um, uh, Lila says, uh, she's even more you than you. (laughs) Jessica does not like this. She's not a bit happy. Well, she's so unhappy that we cut to the hospital where she's telling her now the She's telling Elizabeth, Elizabeth's doctor about this psychological transformation. And I guess this is authentic Sweet Valley stuff because her doctor is fucking useless. I mean, I know. It's like, on one hand, is he just trying to get rid of this like teenager that keeps following him around while he's trying to do his rounds or what? But like, yeah, he's just like, oh, physically, she's in perfect health. This is a mental thing. You deal with it. <laughs> yeah, he says this isn't a medical problem. I mean, she's had brain damage. I would think that if somebody had had a head injury was... Like, like acting, acting erratically. Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, maybe we should have a Poss- look. Possibly we should follow up or, you know, get somebody else to come in and have a look at this, like a neurologist. Nope, nope, she's fine. You should just be talking to her, really, and not to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my problem. That's literally what he says. <laughs> well, we cut to the Casadell Wakefield and Liz is going through all her boring old Liz clothes and just throwing them about in frustration. Yeah, she's just flinging everything out of the wardrobe, pretty much. Mm. Jessica comes in all angry and tells Liz that ever since the accident, you've been strutting your stuff around here like your God's gift to Sweet Valley. <laughs> now for you. <laughs> Liz Lola can't handle competition. Yeah, oh, she's like very uh, unbothered by all of this. I think she's like putting on lipstick in the mirror at this stage, um, just hardly even listening to Jessica. She's oh, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Like, pff, you just can't handle, uh, you know, somebody giving you as good as you get, basically, yeah. So. Yeah. And um, Jessica tries to give out to Liz for inviting Dee to the party and stealing her clothes because now mm-hmm. she's moved into Jessica's room and is going through her wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. And Liz just tosses a garment and says, oh, would be called dead in, it, dead in it. So she's, I mean, this is, even, actually, this is quite bad even for Jessica. That's true, actually. To Liz. Yeah. Yeah, slagging off her clothes that mm. meanly. But yeah, she kind of swipes a dress with like, it's like a black dress with kind of a white and red stripe down the middle and just kind of swans off out of the room with it. Like, no, thank yeah. you or please or can I borrow? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, I think on her way out, she says, oh, you can have Dean, by the way. <laughs> She's like, yes. no, I don't want him. It's fine. <laughs> she also says, the old Liz is gone. You'd better get used to it. Oh. And when Jessica basically resorts to saying, stop acting like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And again, Liz is just like, oh, what's the matter? Finally met your match. <laughs> yeah, and then she struts out. So this is troubling times. We cut to the moon beach where Winston is trying to console Todd, you know, and saying, look, this will blow over. But Todd says, look, you don't understand. Liz is just totally blew him off today. And Winston is like, what? I don't understand. Girls like giving me the brush off. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean I don't understand? I get blown off on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> So he says, look, you can't give up Toddles. And Todd says it's over. He doesn't know who Liz is anymore. Oh, yeah. He's very defeatist about the whole thing. Well, as well, he might be. Because what should be happening outside? Holy shit. Yeah. So Liz is climbing into a one Bruce one. <gasps> with she the man himself. Uh, but he's kind of saying that they're going to go up to Miller's Point. Obviously, uh, like, I think that's the first mention of Miller's Point. I think it? it is. Yeah. So delighted by that. Um, and Bruce is like, oh, you know, you haven't seen the vista at Miller's Point until you've seen it from a Porsche. Because, uh, you know, it's Bruce. It's a good line. <laughs> oh god yeah but then Liz is like what does she say something like who needs Miller's point or why wait until then and uh, like yes she oh, does like, oh god so she's and just like snogging him in a car park I was gonna say like lobbing the gob is one thing but this is like she's literally eating his face like oh. they both just like 
massive open <laughs> mouth going to town on each other <laughs> in the car park. It is cringe. <laughs> Wearing the face off them, I believe some would yes. say. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> and there's an amazing moment where Lila is literally strutting through, <laughs> through the car park. Hilariously. Oh, God. In another amazing outfit. This outfit is fully insane, though, because she's oh got, my God. Sure I wrote it down, the, the components. So yes. it's like, there's brown shorts and like matching waistcoat. It's like straw- colosh shorts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, she's wearing like a straw hat. She is. Uh, and then like a blue shirt with her, under her <laughs> waistcoat and a tie, like a fully done up tie. And she a, looks crazy. <laughs> a giant like 70s yeah really big wide tie but yeah she's so funny like she does this great comedy turn where she's like walking past the the porch and like stops dead as well she's oh brilliant like she's got her own soundtrack going on in her head or something but um but yeah absolutely stops in her tracks turns around and like kind of scurries over to the car and is like oh my god (laughs) and like turns and runs like arms flailing into the um (laughs) diner to spread the news it's gas and when she she sees enid and patty in a booth and she tells them what happened but enid is like shut up because who should be behind her? Oh, shit. Well, it's your Todd and Winston are sitting right behind them. And uh, Lila tries to cover, um, saying like, oh, it was, uh, just wasn't Liz. It was somebody who looked like Liz, but not Jessica. But, but, yeah, yeah, not Jessica, though. Uh, somebody else. <laughs> so there's some good flailing there, all right. And Todd, for the first time in a couple of episodes, get to do, gets to do his catchphrase. He is going to kill that guy. <laughs> and who can blame him? No. So he storms out, followed by the gang. And says, you're dead, Patman. <laughs> yeah, he kind of, he's just sort of giving out to Bruce. Bruce doesn't really get out of the car, though, for a bit. No. Uh, he's kind of like, oh, watch the paintwork, whatever. But eventually um, gets out. But like, as Bruce is getting out, like it is getting heated at this point as well. They're both just kind of shouting at each other. But like, as Bruce is getting up out of the car, he kind of sucker punches Todd in the stomach. He like, does. It's such a little snake. <laughs> oh, it's a snake. Yeah, because he's like, oh, don't you know, damage the paintwork. Yeah. Uh, Wilkins and then um, dis- does a surprise attack. So a fight ensues. Um, finally, Winston pulls Bruce off Todd, and uh, Liz gets uh, gets out of the car just as Todd punches um, Bruce in the face. Yeah, it's a proper row. Like all hell breaks loose as soon as no, uh, as soon as as soon as Bruce throws that punch. But yeah, then Winston gets involved to try and break it up. And there's a great bit where Bruce uh, says, "You want some of this too, poached egg?" <laughs> 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 Which tickles me, I have to say. <laughs> it's like, that is a good line, isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, then oh, this is so stupid. Um, so. Jessica tells Liz, this is all your fault. And Liz pushes Jessica away. And Jessica falls in slow motion as a car pulls into the car park in slow motion. And it looks like there's going to be like, oh, have they hit her? Are they going to roll over her? Uh, and uh, Jess, Liz cries, Jess! But it turns out nothing's happened. Yeah, it's weird that it's kind of all in slow motion as well because, yeah, like the car stops in plenty of time. Yeah. Um, also, the driver of the car seems to just stay sitting there. They don't get out of the car at all <laughs> because everything just unfolds then in front of the car and uh, this apparently is enough to snap Liz out of it. So, like, it wasn't even the fact that it was a head injury that was making her act this way because as soon as Jessica's actually in danger, she's like, oh, no, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And, like, runs it down to her and 
hugs her and just yeah apologizes for everything and says that you know I just wanted to try to have some fun and all the rest and just yeah does lots of apologizing but then also makes it quite clear that she was being a bitch like this on purpose yes this is the thing that is the that this is when I hinted that there was a crucial difference from the mm. book this is it because in the book um like there's no way Liz would behave like this if she was you know, compass mentis. Exactly. Yeah. The whole point of the storyline in the book was that she wasn't acting like herself. She, like, they couldn't seem to get the old Liz back. And then, of course, you know, the magical bump on the head solved it, which, of course, Andy. isn't exactly medically sound either, but it makes yeah. its own kind of sense more so than her just being a bitch for no reason and being so mean to Enid earlier. Yeah. Like, really cold to Todd. Like, all of that stuff is just like, oh, so you were actually just being that horrible for no good reason. Because <laughs> you wanted to be, um, you know, a bit wild for a while. So you're just an absolute prick to all your friends. I mean, Liz, you're not coming across well. <laughs> no, she really didn't there now, in fairness. Um, yeah, so she just says, look, yeah, and I just wanted to be wild. And I didn't want anyone to get hurt. But she hurt plenty of feelings, I will say, on her way. So Yes. And Jessica's like, oh, we all still love you, especially me. And uh, we see that Bruce is like, is ranting because he's chipped a tooth. And Jessica's <laughs> like, they need to talk about your taste in men. <laughs> So uh, Liz looks for Todd and Jessica says he's gone inside. Um, so they go into the moon beach where uh, Winston is has given Todd an ice pack. And when Winston sees uh, Liz come in, comes in, he discreetly leaves. And um, But uh, Todd gets up to go when Liz approaches because, you know, he's not just sad if he had enough of her. Well, that's true. Yeah, I suppose also he probably mi- did he miss the whole Jessica almost getting thrown into traffic side of things. I I'm guess sure. so because he'd been, you know, yes. in nursing his wounds. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. So as far as he's concerned, she's still a bitch. Um, <laughs> but she, you know, convinces him otherwise, and she says she's really sorry. And you know, again, she didn't mean for any of this kind of stuff to happen. Um, and they do make up eventually, but again, it's like really just. Is this a good enough apology for how mean she was to you? I don't know if it is. Yeah, and in fairness to Todd, Liz says, look, you didn't deserve how I treated you. And he's like, yeah, neither did anyone else. True. That's true, actually. Yeah, that's good in him to uh, to stick up for everybody else that you fucking blanked and was rude to. Yeah. So um, she, she says she wants things back the way they were and asks for forgiveness. And he's like, why should I? And she says that she still loves him. And uh, that's enough for him. Yeah, that seals the deal. So they they make up and they score the faces off each other. Yeah. And Todd says, one Jessica Wakefield to Sweet Valley is enough. Well, that is than, certainly true. Yeah. More than enough, if you ask me. <laughs> and Lila and Jessica come in and Lila rightly says, nauseating. Yeah, Jess is like hideous. <laughs> Jess is smiling and Lila says, glad to have her back, huh? Oh. And uh Jess is like, oh, you don't know how much. Then, of course, lest Lila thinks she's become a sap. She says, um, at least I have my full wardrobe back. <laughs> well, that is fair, too, because like, I think as, as the whole time that Liz was acting weird, she was wearing Jessica's clothes. That's true, she through. was. <laughs> she wasn't wearing anything that she owned. And so, just yeah. throwing them around. True, just raiding the wardrobe and flinging stuff around the place. <laughs> yep. So they laugh merrily and walk past the still... Uh, shifting duo. <laughs> that is the end of the episode. That was coma. Yeah, they managed to squish two books into 20 minutes, which is kind of impressive. Mm. To be honest. Yes. Now, I thought it was going to be a two-parter for a what while. I, yeah, I really thought they were going to make more of the accident and coma side of things and make more of, you know, Liz acting so out of character. But it was yeah. only about, was it even 10 minutes of her really acting like Jessica? And especially as it wasn't... Um, 
like they they didn't have it as being she was acting like this because of the injury. It was sort of like I've got a second chance of life and I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah, I've got a second chance and I'm gonna be a massive bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, the motivation was shaky. But I did very yeah. much enjoy the episode, I have to say. Oh, same. Like, yeah, you know, we got our catchphrase. Yeah. We got a montage. I mean, as long as we're hitting those kind of marks, I'm always good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got some amazing outfits from uh, Lila. I mean, she is just delivering every episode, isn't she? With the, the hats oh and the gosh. scarves. And the <laughs> Everything cravat. about her is amazing. <laughs> and um, we had some... Uh, some great um, uh, sort of angsty teen action from Enid, another of our faves. Very true. Although Enid does wear socks and sandals when she runs into the hospital and that is not the look. Did she? I didn't notice that. I was so taken by the winger tea and the... That's it. Yeah, it, was, it was that outfit. And yeah, like the dress and the top. Great. Perfect. But then it's like a wide shot. You can just see she's wearing like white socks and these kind of Birkenstocks. And it's just like, oh, Enid, you were so close. Oh, well, you know... She can't like it's it's a hard time being a teen. It's she's true, you know, and she's comfortable, so that's good too. <laughs> that's true. Well, at least she's not wearing the god awful shoes Liz made her grand oh, entrance in. Jesus, those were bad. Actually, did you notice that the twins do actually wear matching necklaces? No. Yeah, I only noticed it now in this episode, and I don't know were they in any of the previous ones. I'll have to go back and check, but I did definitely now. I don't know. Do they still count as lavaliers? Because they're kind of like oh. these little. It's like a little circle, like a little <gasps> disc, um, a little gold disc uh, that they each wear, um, with like a pattern or something on it. Ah. And yeah, I kind of noticed Jessica wearing it first, and then Liz was also wearing it. And it's not that you know she stole her necklace or yeah, something yeah. when she was dressing like her they both <laughs> definitely wear this necklace all the way through it um, so I got oh. quite excited about lavalier potential I have to say oh okay well I'm going to have to go and have a have a quick scan through the, the YouTube video yeah. and, <laughs> well let, Pi Beat Alpha members what did you think of this episode do you, do you share our um, our our slight annoyance at the at Liz's out of character bittery yeah. Again, the bitchery was fine. It was just the motivation wasn't exactly, good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like she decided to just be an arsehole. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is a conscious decision. I'm just going to be horrible to everybody. <laughs> well, let us know what you thought about that as well. Uh, let us know what you thought about the many uh, looks from Enid's uh, shoes and sandals, socks and sandals combo to, of course, the iconic Lila bowler hat. Stunning. My I, God. Think, I think that's my favourite thing I've seen. <laughs> It's so insane. <laughs> I just, I can't even describe, like, what do you even call that kind of style? I don't even know, like, what. I mean, a bowler hat is. and a penny and a bandana together. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's a unique look. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uncategorizable. <laughs> well, do let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. We got uh, some, uh, some great feedback to the last episode. Um Kelly's Roadhouse uh, said she thought that Lila's red jacket we thought had sort of fox hunting vibes made her look like a circus ringmaster. And that is a good point. It is Very just have ringmaster choice. vibes too. Oh, big time. Yeah, great jacket. Mm. Uh, news from Nihon on said, uh, I love how the show apparently decided that the best way to have the prince sound, quote, foreign was to have him <laughs> speak like a robot. Maybe because the actor couldn't do any kind of foreign accent. 
I know. And I mean, at least they did try something different other than the usual, like, oh, we sound English because we're foreign royalty. Yes. But it's just like a swing and a miss, lads. My God. Oh, true. Yeah. Gemma Miller pointed out that uh, at least they didn't have him do that sort of weird, uh, fake, posh English accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yes, uh, uh, Claire Phillips Hill said this was batshit. True. She also loved the choreo- also uh, the awkward choreographed first dance at a wedding dance at the party. The fact that the piece of Sa- Santa Dora wall looked like a giant polished rose quartz. Never seen a wall made out of that. <laughs> and I was never explained how the fuck Elizabeth became pen pals with a prince. <laughs> true. <laughs> That is true. Also, there is a twins book about her and him being pen pals. So maybe they just went back and fixed it after Mm. the fact. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I guess the twins, because the book is is quite late. Like we obviously haven't reached the book in the... In the the series. So maybe there's a... Yeah, maybe the twins one is an origin story. Maybe I wonder. I always, I always do feel like the the high school books though came before the twins ones, even even the later ones. But I could be wrong there too. But um, yeah, I, no, I think but, they were parallel at least at some stage. At so. some point, they probably were, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but I just yeah, but I know that you don't uh, recognize the authority of the twins. You I, don't. <laughs> I refuse to accept it. <laughs> well, um, yes, Tizaloon said, your joy re-, re Jessica's fantasy Evita-esque balcony moment makes me very excited for some of the truly demented things that are to come later in the series. That's <gasps> a very exciting comment because like neither of us have watched just... ahead, so I can't no. wait to see what's coming down the line for us. <laughs> this is happening week by week. So, <laughs> you know, we are, this is happening in real time. If that is, uh, if that can, just, I mean, real time, so to speak, but we are not watching ahead. They, it's our excitement is real. Um, it really is, yeah. Although I did see just even the screen caps for the next episode do look extremely exciting. I feel oh, like there's wigs and costumes involved, and I can't wait. There are. They were showing up in uh, in um, YouTube, so uh, which which bodes very well. Uh, by the way, on. Um, on t- on Twitter, speaking of the twins, Jem Loves Books said, my brother disliked Prince Arthur's smug face so much that he did this to my copy of Princess Elizabeth. And her brother burnt Prince Arthur's face off the cover. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite an extreme reaction, but like, I need to go back and check just how smug did he look on the cover? Because, uh, wow, decisions were made. They really were. <laughs> Um, well, uh, Scarlet3639 was also impressed by the Jessica fantasy. Uh, she said it brought her so much joy. I especially love the pink and purple bunting, as if Jessica made a royal degree to change the country's colours to her favourite colours. Love it. <laughs> that is the sort of thing she would do. Oh, definitely. I mean, that is pretty much the colour scheme of her bedroom. The, uh, yes. the not, not so Hershey bar, but uh, yeah, that seems to be her vibe, all right. Um, um, so yes, there's a there's a lot of appreciation for the uh, for this decor. Though uh, Katie Longstreth did point out on Instagram, they blew this episode's budget on the beach, and they couldn't afford a decent te- party tent for Lila's bash. <laughs> I think you're onto something there for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, so Pi Beta Alpha members, you know how much we love and appreciate you. Um, we hope that you have seen the uh, survey that we are running, um, looking for your views on our forthcoming merch. Mm-hmm. It's uh, You can find the link um, on our Twitter and on our Instagram. Um, 
which are both at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can take a look there and give us a bit of feedback as well about the show um, if you haven't yet, because it's all stuff that's really useful for us to know. But yeah, we're, we're going to be getting our jackets on the go pretty <gasps> soon. I'd say we'll be getting orders in and uh, we will definitely give you plenty of notice when they're going on sale anyway, that's for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting. And we need to know how, um, what sizes to order. So that's one of the reasons why if you're, if you're interested in, in getting one of the jackets, um, please do go and fill out that, that form. So we'll know roughly, you know, what range of sizes to get, because we have to get them all in advance and, um, we can't wait to hopefully, you know, send them out around the world, spreading that Sweet Valley love. <laughs> spreading the madness around. <laughs> I mean, is it love? Is it hate? Is it something in between? (laughs) It's kind of, yeah, it's hatred sometimes, but it's still affectionate in its own way. True. Complicated. (laughs) It it is very complicated. I mean, I'd say we should talk to a medical professional about it, but they are love for Sweet Valley High. But uh, they'd probably, if they were the Sweet Valley doctors, they'd just say, eh, whatever, just go and think about it yourself. It's not my problem. Go bother somebody else about this. <laughs> I don't care about psychology. <laughs> well, we care about you, listeners. So please do let us know what you think about this episode or the TV series in general or anything else uh, that takes your fancy. You can find us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram where, again, Karen is doing excellent work with little <laughs> clips and artwork and videos and Instagram stories. Um, and of course, we are SVH Podcast there as well. So we will see you in one week in the main episode uh, feed when we find out what happens when uh, when the name and lights is starring Jessica. Ooh. <laughs> but we'll see you, our very special Pi Beta Alpha members in your um, imaginary for now Pi Beta Alpha jackets <laughs> soon to become reality. We'll see you in two weeks when we find out what happens when Liz Wakefield becomes agent 007. Oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.